and welcome back to Shamelessly Unapologetic with me, Alana Pinsky. So this is going to be a really tough episode to record because I get pretty personal regarding my family and who knows if they end up listening to this. I'm sure this may piss my family members off if they do find out about this episode but I don't really care because they've never really been supportive and accepting of me to begin with and I just want to share my story because I know I'm not the only one out there who has dealt with toxic family members, especially parents. And I think you may find this episode very relatable and you'll really like it. So let's just talk a little bit more about growing up as a child with my family and just getting into three different people within my family that I'm going to talk about. So growing up, I've always felt like I've had it rough when it came to how my parents treated me. Mostly my mom. I am a middle child and let me tell you, I have huge middle child energy. My sister claims that I'm my mother's favorite, but I don't buy that for one second. And I really do believe that I am the black sheep of the family. And my parents have said, that's so ridiculous, Alana. That's not true. And I'm thinking, yes, it is. You always treat me differently than how you treat my brother and my sister. Where do I even begin with my family? I guess I'll start with my mom because it's just been a huge roller coaster with her. I just want to start off by saying that I've never really had a very good relationship with my mom to begin with. Her and I are always butting heads. We don't really respect each other. We don't agree with the same things. And we just will never see eye to eye on a lot of stuff. So my mom has never really been an affectionate person. She is not very good at displaying empathy. She will never admit when she messes up and she does not apologize when she hurts somebody's feelings. So that's been really tough. Growing up, if I did something bad as a child, my mom would result to discipline with um, spanking me. And she knew how to instill a ton of fear in me. She used a lot of fear tactics. She would shove hot sauce down my throat. She just found ways to make me be scared of her. Why would you want to do that as a parent? It doesn't really make that much sense in my opinion. So the spanking to me was very traumatic. There were many times where I felt the pain of how badly it hurts. And it didn't make me feel like I learned a lesson. There was one morning in seventh grade, I got into an explosive fight with her and I don't really remember what we were talking about, but she slapped me across the face and my lip started bleeding. So she sent me to school with a bloody lip. My peers noticed, the teachers noticed, and I was sent to the guidance counselor's office before I could even go to my first period. I just spent the morning there talking about what happened that morning, crying in the office, just saying how I didn't like my mom and how I accused my mom of doing crack, which was not okay of me. But because I was just so scarred by what my mom had done to me, sometimes when you're a teenager, you say stupid shit that you don't mean. And I definitely regret saying that because that's a pretty strong accusation to say that your mom is doing crack. But again, I was scared of my mom at that time and 
pretty much physically abused that morning and she didn't even care that I went to school with the bloody lip. I don't think any further action was taken, but I'm pretty sure my mom manipulated them saying nothing happened. I was just disciplining her. I didn't mean for her lip to bleed. Basically trying to make herself not sound like the bad guy. So my mom has always made me feel like I've been emotionally, mentally abused by her. And I've never really had the mother-daughter relationship that all my friends had. I've always been jealous of my friends who will idolize their mother. They'll say, my mom is my best friend. I tell her everything. I love my mom so much. And that's something that I couldn't say about my mom my mom always made me uncomfortable I always thought my mom was really embarrassing and she didn't care when she was embarrassing me I already had a really foul reputation at school and so when your mom just fuels a fire to make yourself look more like an idiot it makes you feel very shameful and more insecure about who you are as a person. I remember I was one of the first people in my class to go through puberty. I got my period maybe a few weeks after sixth grade had started and my mom was still doing my laundry at the time so she found out that I got my period by doing my laundry and so when my mom found out I was on my period she bought me some pads and wrote me this long letter about how she was congratulating me for getting my period. And looking back on it now, it's kind of funny. But back then, I was humiliated because I didn't have that kind of relationship with my mom. Reading this letter made me so uncomfortable and I was so ashamed of my body at the time, even though I shouldn't have been because getting your period is a very natural and perfectly normal thing. My mom heard me crying after reading the note, and I screamed in her face saying, return these immediately, and I threw the pads at her, and she just closed the door. If I had a good relationship with her, I would have probably laughed at this and been like, mom, what the fuck? But because I didn't have that kind of relationship with her, I felt kind of shamed of my body, like I mentioned. Mom's always been the kind of person who's been very closed off, and she's never really had much to share about her life and her childhood. And sometimes I just wonder if something bad happened to her during her childhood. I'm almost positive my mom's parenting style is a reflection on how she was treated by her own mother during her childhood, and I've even asked my aunt, her sister, if she experienced any kind of traumatic event growing up. And my aunt claimed that my grandmother was always terrible as a mother and how she wasn't the best parent, but she doesn't know if my mom was treated poorly by my grandmother or if just something happened during my mom's childhood that made my mom so miserable. My aunt had said that my mom's kind of always been this anal and kind of bitter and unhappy since since she was little so it seems like my mom hasn't really grown as a person I think one of the toughest things about my relationship with my mom is that I've never felt accepted by her and I've never gotten the proper support that I've wanted so it all kind of started with me going to college now obviously my mom wanted me to go to college That was important to her because my mom did not get the full college experience. 
She was forced to go to temple and nowhere else. She commuted. So she just went to class and drove right back home. Didn't get involved with anything. Didn't go to any sporting events. She just was there to make good grades and that was it. I applied to about nine schools and I only got into three of them. And so the three schools that I got into was Old Dominion University, which is where I attended, this small university in Virginia called Radford, and then this really small liberal arts college in New Jersey, not too far from where my aunt lived, called Ryder University. So I visited Ryder, and it was okay. I liked it better than Radford, but Ryder didn't have football. And I knew that I wanted to go to a college that had football. And ODU had just gotten a new football program. D1 sports, up and coming. Hands down, I was sold. But I didn't just choose ODU just because of football. But that was a big thing for me because I just felt like having football at your school gives you a really good college experience. Or at least that was the college experience that I wanted. So my mom didn't really care for me going to ODU because she didn't really like where ODU was located. She had a lot of biases and said some things that and said a lot of prejudiced things about the area that I didn't appreciate. She always felt like going to a really small school was going to be good for me and I said no. I actually want to go to a medium to large size university. That is exactly what I need. I don't know why she always thought that going to a small school was best for me. She really doesn't know me well at all. So she finally gave up. I attended ODU and I was happy there. I was very successful at ODU. A lot of things went my way and I felt like my life was just picking up once I got to college. That's where like the biggest turning point was for me there. So then I need to start applying to grad school because I wanted to go into marriage and family therapy. My mom wasn't supportive of wanting me to do MFT. She would always shame me. For my mental health problems and say, Alana, how are you supposed to be a therapist when you're mentally unstable? That hurt. This is exactly why I wanted to be an MFT because of the mental health experiences that I've endured during my life because of the terrible relationships I've faced within my family and my own romantic relationships that influenced me to want to do this. I thought I would be a great therapist because I know how to show empathy and to be more open and understanding of other people. So she didn't like that I wanted to go to grad school. Eventually she got over it. I moved to Kentucky for two years and I got a master's degree. I didn't end up getting a master's degree in MFT. That's a whole nother story that again I need to talk about grad school in a whole nother episode. But Basically, I got a master's degree pretty much for free because I had an assistantship and I learned stuff and yeah, you know, it is what it is. I got a master's degree even though I'm not using it to this day, but whatever. And then I decided that I wanted to move to California after visiting San Francisco with my family and she thought me moving to California was a bad idea simply because it was just too far and too expensive. And I told her, well, no offense, but I want to be far from Virginia. I don't want to stay in Virginia. Virginia is not for me. I don't like it here. And money isn't everything to me. I don't care about, I mean, I care about money. And I know rent is very expensive there, but not everything is about money. There's more to life than money. So she didn't like that. 
She also thought it was dumb when I decided to become a vegetarian. She literally judges me when I ask her to buy tofu when she goes to Trader Joe's whenever I'm home visiting in Virginia. So she'll be like, what do you want from Trader Joe's? And be like, can you get some tofu? Can you get some quinoa? And she's like, tofu? Quinoa? Tempeh? Like I'm sharing all these plant-based foods that I want to eat while I'm home. And she goes, Alana, I don't know what to do with this kind of food. And I said, it's not hard. You literally cook it the same way that you would cook meat. And she would always kept pressuring me to try chicken or to try a piece of fish that she made. And I said, no, I'm a vegetarian. She goes, well, vegetarians eat fish. And I said, no, they don't. Pescatarians eat fish, but not vegetarians. You don't eat any kind of animal or slaughtered byproduct if you are a vegetarian. And she would always just be like, whatever. She also told me that competing in bikini competitions was sleazy and that I'm incredibly snooty when I have to defend the sport in myself. Basically, she thinks it's sleazy because you have to wear a cheeky bikini on stage and you have to show your butt cheeks to a crowd of people and to judges. But it's not a sex show. I'm not being sexualized on stage. Your glutes are a muscle group. This is a bodybuilding competition. So it's all about muscles. It's not a sex show. Oh my god. Like, I would say that, yes, if you are a very modest, conservative person, bikini competitions are probably not going to be the thing for you. But if you don't give a shit about modesty and you're very comfortable in yourself, then train for a bikini competition and own your body and how hard you've worked for it. I was just constantly being gaslit by my mom. She'd always call me stubborn and hard-headed, which I explained a little bit more about in an episode last week about being unapologetic in general and how being stubborn tends to have a negative connotation when it's okay to be stubborn 100%. My mom also makeup shames me. She doesn't like it when I wear full glam makeup looks. She'll tell me that I'm not being myself if I don't look natural. And you have to realize my face doesn't define who I am as a person. It's all about my personality and who I am on the inside. I'm still me regardless of what my face looks like. And she didn't give a shit. So I've gone to arguments with her about that. She's always pushed modesty and purity culture on me. She always kept saying, don't have sex until you're married. Don't have sex until you're married. And I'm thinking, shut up, mom. And I remember when I lost my virginity in high school, I was 18. So I was at a legal age to consent to having sex, mind you. And when my mom found out that I had sex with my boyfriend, she tried to ground me for having sex. Seriously, really? I'm an adult who was doing something completely illegal. I have every single right to have sex with my boyfriend at a legal age. I was doing nothing wrong. So anyway, yeah, that's crazy that to get grounded just for having sex. Now, I don't want people to think that I'm being ungrateful or that I sound ungrateful because my mom has helped me financially as I've been struggling in my first three years in San Francisco. I had a really terrible paying job my first two years that put me into a ton of credit card debt and I'm still trying to pay that off because I wasn't making anything and I would lose hours. So I really do appreciate her helping me because I think at the end of the day my mom doesn't want to see me fail. So she is going to try to do everything she can to help but 
it's very on and off and hot and cold with her and I don't really like how one day she'll be like oh I love you so much and then the next day she kind of like hates my guts and kind of shames me for failing at things and kind of rubbing it in my face which does not make me feel very good. I really hope that one day I'm I'm able to pay her back for at least the thousands upon thousands of dollars she's given to me. And I know my mom does love me, but she's got a very terrible way of showing it. My mom has been jealous of me, or I'm almost positive my mom is jealous of me because she didn't get to live her life the way that she wanted to. As I just mentioned, she didn't have a college experience. Then she moved to Hawaii to get a master's degree. She met her first husband, got married, that marriage ended, and then she met my dad, they got married, and then she started having kids. I felt like my mom didn't really stay single for that long, and she hasn't really been able to enjoy her 20s living her best life. So I always wonder if my mom has been jealous of me because I'm having the experiences that she didn't get to have. But I can tell you that I just can't handle the shaming and the blame that my mom has placed on me. She acts like she's wanted me to be close by to her and I don't understand why because we don't have a good relationship and she has done nothing to try and make it better. No apologies, no comfort, no nothing. There's always just two it's my way or the highway attitude with her. She can be very manipulative and she likes to threaten people when someone says no to her or if things don't go her way, she gets very upset by it. So then in February 2019, she had a serious heart attack that almost killed her. I had to go back home to Virginia for a week to visit her in the hospital. And I'm glad my mom fought through her surgeries and she survived because I would never wish death on her even though she never treated me well. Of course, I was worried for her, and I would be sad if something bad happened to her. But I didn't get emotional or really cry when she was in the hospital or when I kept receiving bad news about my mom. And I kind of expressed a little bit of guilt about not getting emotional. And my sibling said, don't feel guilty because everyone processes things differently. To be honest, I don't even know if I would get emotional if she had died. But I do think it could have taken a big toll on me. Some perspective was put into play for me. And I woke up from previous opinions of her. But it still didn't excuse some of the actions that she made towards me. And I'm never going to forget some of the things that she said to me. Until this day, I haven't talked to her in about two months. I've pushed back on my interactions with my mom because dealing with her is just too much. I don't feel guilty about calling home. Because it's really draining to talk to my parents, at least my mom. To be honest, she hasn't attempted to call me either. And I think she may have found out that I'm doing OnlyFans. And I kind of think that she may kind of have disowned me, even though I don't think that's really true. But Lord knows I know she would not be supporting it. And she would probably shame me for wanting to do something like that. But she hasn't been calling me, so I don't know what's up with that. And if I do have any updates to share with her, then I'll share updates with her. But obviously, I'm not going to tell her about the podcast because I know she would probably say that me doing a podcast is stupid either. And she would probably just get mad, especially if she listened to this episode. And you know what, Mom? I'm not sorry that I put you in an episode. I know other people out there have experienced toxic parents 
And people are going to find this to be very relatable. So sorry, I'm not sorry. So that's a little bit about my mom. Let's move on. I want to talk about my grandmother from my dad's side. Let me start off by saying she's actually not a toxic person at all. But I was upset with her for a long time because of something she had said to me before I moved to California. She didn't support it either. She's a very family-oriented person and believes in staying very close to family for as long as possible. She loves her sons very much, one of them being my dad, of course. And I couldn't stand listening to her go on and on and on about what a terrible decision I was making and that I need to stay in Virginia and to be with my family. And I said, no, I don't need Virginia and I don't want to be here. I want to be far away from my family, actually, because my family has never respected my wishes and what I want to do with my life. I'm not happy here and I stormed out, not saying bye or anything. So a few months later, I spoke to her over the phone and she apologized for what she said to me. I cannot tell you how much that meant to me because nobody in my family has ever apologized to me for hurting me or for not being supportive of my actions that weren't even bad decisions. Earlier this year, I visited her when I was back home temporarily in Virginia. And one thing that she said to me that I'll never forget is, Alana, you need to be a bitch. Alana needs to worry about Alana. And she needs to do what's best for her. And I said, thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you for understanding my point of view. Something just clicked with a family member and they finally understood me. And that's something that I've always wanted was just for my family to understand where I'm coming from and why I am the way that I am. So her and I are okay now, but I remember I was very close to cutting her out of my life. And that apology really meant a lot. And I forgave her. So let's move on to the final person. This is my aunt, my mom's sister. I used to love my aunt a ton, actually. She was very cool, and I liked that she was different than my mom. I always liked that my aunt had wine ready to go for me when I would visit her in New Jersey. I loved that she had dogs because I never grew up with dogs. I've always grown up with cats. And don't get me wrong, obviously I love cats because I have one. But I love dogs. So just seeing the dogs was always something that I would look forward to. Um, she was always fine with me cursing because she has got a foul mouth like me and my mom can't stand it when I curse. And my aunt is a lot more immodest than my mom. So I can appreciate that. However, things started to get really rocky between us in 2014. And it started with my graduation ceremony from college. I don't know why, but my aunt and my grandfather came down to Virginia from New Jersey in the Philadelphia area to watch me walk across the stage and get my bachelor's degree. They didn't do that for my brother or for my sister when they graduated college. It was just me, so I don't know what made me special. So the plan after the ceremony was to go to the Cheesecake Factory for dinner and celebrate there. And the hotel that they were all staying at in Virginia Beach was literally right across the street from the Cheesecake Factory. And my aunt was saying we need to pick somewhere else because 
pop-up, my grandfather can't walk to the restaurant. And I said, okay, we can just have someone drop him off and drive him there. That's not a big deal. And she got into this huge explosive argument saying that I'm being selfish. And I got upset and I said, stop making everything about him. I'm so tired of you making everything about him and not walking. This day's supposed to be about me. I might have sounded like a bit like a spoiled brat. I'm not going to lie. But I don't know why this was such an issue where someone could have literally just drove him to the restaurant if he can't walk very far what is the problem with having someone just drop him off there really quick so it saves him the stress of walking it it made no sense to me so that was a really dumb explosive argument and it took about an hour for us to get there so we did go to cheesecake factory but that was strike one so then in 2015 my grandfather passed And I will say funerals tend to make me very uncomfortable, mostly because of the viewing of the body before the service and then having to carry the coffin. That's a Jewish thing, at least. So I wasn't really comfortable carrying a coffin with a dead body inside. I just, I can't do dead bodies. I've got a weak stomach. And my aunt called me an asshole when I was pushing back on all of this stuff. I know she loved her dad very much, but I barely had a relationship with my grandfather to begin with, and I'm just really sensitive to death, and she didn't give a shit. I got called an asshole for having a weak stomach, which wasn't fair. That's like one and a half. It's always been very on and off with her. So then in 2018, she judged me for wearing makeup, like my mom did, and She said something very patriarchal to me about how guys don't like it when girls wear makeup, especially a lot of it. And I said, well, good thing I'm not wearing my makeup for dudes. And if a guy has a problem with how I want to do my face, then fuck him. I don't want to date him. She said nothing after that. But my aunt would always nitpick at little things about me that just really didn't matter. She never had issues calling me an asshole. And... She would always call me defensive and gaslight me whenever I had to stand up for myself. When she was being a shitty person. It's not fair. It's like I'm not allowed to stand up for myself. And when I stand up for myself, I get called disrespectful. I get called defensive. And I sound like the bad guy. I don't get it. So then Thanksgiving of last year, I got into a massive fight with her about how I wanted to push toxic people out from Virginia into my life. And I was basically told that I need to get over shit like that and move on. And that's not fair. I was bullied. I experienced a lot of traumatic things in my childhood. I'm not going to forget that. That stuff is emotionally scarring. And for her to shame me like that is absolutely unfair. She also told me that I need to stop caring about my appearance. And I won't face sexual harassment. And that was really fucked up in itself because even when I'm not wearing makeup and I look like an absolute trash bag, I still get catcalled on the streets. And that was disgusting of her to say that. And I told my sister she said this to me. My sister was like, she really said that to you? And I said, yeah. My aunt only cares about being professional all the time. When it comes to what you wear, how you act, what you say. I don't need to be professional 24-7. 
I will be professional if I'm interviewing for a job or whenever I'm in the workspace. But if I'm in the comfort of my own home, I don't need to be professional. If I'm talking to my family, I don't need to be professional. I don't owe employers my life. I don't need to be professional. I don't know how many times I have to keep saying that. She constantly kept harping on me after I lost my job. And she kept saying, well, you need to get a job. You need to get a job. And I kind of felt like the job loss was being placed on me. And that was tough. And then again, she kept calling me defensive and that I need to grow up. So then earlier this year in February, it was my mom's birthday. We had a big celebration for my mom's 65th birthday. And my aunt came down to Virginia to celebrate. I got into this explosive fight with my aunt once again about professionalism. And I was wearing fake eyelashes this night because when I was back home, I had a lot of anxiety and my trichotillomania got really bad to the point where I pulled out all of my eyelashes out in my left eye. So I wore the eyelashes to hide it and I wore pretty natural eyelashes. I didn't wear anything too crazy. But my aunt knew that I was wearing fake eyelashes and she said, you know, I hope you're not wearing eyelashes when you're interviewing for jobs. It's like, who gives a shit? I'm in the comfort of my own home. I don't need to worry about professionalism once again. So I got into this huge fight with her. She told me that I need to get over myself. She told me that I'm ungrateful. And I said, ungrateful for what? That I have to be grateful for being treated like shit? My family was not looking out for me at all. They were just putting me down. Why should I be grateful for that? So I didn't speak to her for the rest of the week. And in fact, I avoided her. She tried to hug me goodbye, but I didn't put my arms around her. I just stood there like a stick. I was done. I deleted her off all social media. And I probably should block her number, but I just ignore her texts from whenever she texts me. She truly does owe me a big apology. And until she apologizes, I want nothing to do with her. And you know what? I'm not even sorry about it. I don't deserve the kind of disrespect that I've faced from my family. That's why I cut my aunt out of my life. So I'd be curious to know if you've had any experiences with toxic family members. You can always share your experiences with me. Um, through Instagram at shamelessly unapologetic, or you can email me at shamelessly unapologetic podcast at gmail.com, along with submissions about things you're unapologetic for or any experiences you've had and how you overcame them. I'd love to know your thoughts and I'd love to be able to share them in my episodes. With that, I'm going to be signing off. I hope you liked this episode and I will see you next week with a brand new episode. Bye.